Hello, and thanks for listening to JoJo's Bizarre Podcast. My name is Mark, and I am joined by Jackie. Hey! Hello, Jackie. And uh, today... Hello! This week, this episode, we are not joined by Miles. Uh, Sorry. Miles actually died trying to no! do... Trying to do a circus stunt. Uh, he was trying to jump <laughs> through a flaming hoop to impress his family, and he failed. And he will be missed. Uh, and I have to figure out how to get the money. No, Miles will be back, like, I don't know. Hey, Miles will be back in, like, two weeks. Yeah. All right, fine. I lied to you. I'm sorry. This is a podcast about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, the TV anime that started in 2012, but it is currently on hiatus. And listeners know that whenever JoJo's goes on hiatus, we watch other anime. Because what else are we going to do? Yeah. Not ask people to listen to us for an hour we gotta, so. we gotta keep the momentum. We gotta keep it going. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we've been watching other anime uh, recommended to us by our listeners or sponsored by our patrons on our Patreon. So this week we are going to be covering episodes 1, 6, and 8 of Panty and Stocking with Garter Belt. The, I want to say 2010 Gainax anime. Uh, but before we get into Panty and Stocking with Garter Belt... We need to first check in with our chatty and talking listeners. I couldn't make Garter Belt into anything. Mm. And I, I I know Panty isn't really chatty, but... Chanty. Just, yeah, I guess if we chanted these emails out, <laughs> that, that might be weird. Anyway. Chanty and talky with... <laughs> chanty girl, and talky. Uh, good... Good. Jackie good, and marking good, good butts with Garter, not Miles. Yeah, I don't know. These are emails sent to Jojo's Bizarre Pod at gmail.com. You too cannot be a part of history by writing to us because we will read your email on this pod. This email is from Blu ray. Subject line is listener mail. Hey, JJB Pod. After listening to you guys for about a month, I figured I would finally write in. I have been listening to your current episodes as they come out and have been catching up on your back back catalog. Oh, is that what backlog means? Back catalog? Look at that. No, I think a log is just like a list of stuff. Maybe a chirper catalog. I think it is back catalog. That sounds correct. Hmm. Anyway, catching up on your back catalog in between new episodes. It's been great to hear you guys talk about some of my favorite anime recently, like Promare and Fate Zero. But it also has been interesting to hear about anime I've never encountered before, like Bloom Into You, which has been impossible to find access to. I wanted to thank you three. Sorry, Miles. Miles is somewhere. Um, I wanted to thank you three for keeping me entertained in the car, and I look forward to future episodes. Before I go, I want to ask you a question. I'm super hyped for the upcoming video game, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure All-Star Battle R. I loved Eyes of Heaven and can't wait to play another fighting game from this franchise. The character reveals we've had so far are particularly exciting, but they, but there are still a few to go. So I was wondering, which characters do you three want to see playable from Blu-ray? P.S. Every time I close my eyes. That's it. That's the email. Wow. What characters do you, do you want to see playable? I don't know. I haven't been following this new fighting game that's coming out, so I don't know who's in it. Um, you can you can say who you'd like to see playable, and I can tell you if they are already playable. 
I don't know if, if you want. I don't know. I mean, I've seen I've seen um, the older fighting games, so I've seen some characters already as playable characters. So I guess out of the newer people, I mean, like I don't know, Jolene. <laughs> don't worry, Jackie. She is playable. Oh, you know, um, um, what's her face? The who's the one who had Spice Girl? Trish. Trish. I could play Trish. I think she, I think her, you could play her, as her with her with her Spice Girl. Pretty sure. You know what? I don't think he's in this one. It's I have All Star Battle. I didn't play it a ton, but I have it, and I don't think they will announce him for R. But I'd like to see Death Thirteen, mm. controlled by Manish Boy, the little baby. Was was Death Thirteen in All Star Battle? No. Oh. And Death Thirteen is sort of in the old Capcom '90s fighting game, but it's like a you can't play as him. He's just mm. like a boss that if you like get a bunch of perfects, you fight him. I would like to see them figure out how to get Shizuka Joestar in the game. You want to hit a baby? <laughs> She's invisible. Like at least Death Thirteen, he can hide behind his dream stand. But she's like a Joestar. Uh, you'd have to like team up with Joseph or something. Like, yeah, he has an attack where like a baby goes invisible and then it like pops out and trips you. Like you trip over the baby. Where is she now? Is she still being raised by like Joseph? What happened to her? Uh, who knows? <laughs> Joseph uh, has abandoned children before. <laughs> he may have done it again. What happened to Shizuka Joestar? Um. You know what? It might be fun. It'd be interesting to see them squeeze in one of the Darby brothers. Mm. If you had to like in the fighting game environment, you had to play like poker. Like that mm-hmm. was part of his fighting mechanic. Mm. Some characters change stances. <laughs> it just changes to a mini game. But he's just like slowly. Do- well, there's like in the, one of the persona fighting games, there's a character who is a baseball player and like doing little things. He has a little baseball diamond at the bottom of the screen and you like oh. fill up. You like load the bases and hit home runs. That's so cute. You know, and it's not like it, it's not like the game pauses and you play it. No, it's like him doing things changes yeah. the baseball situation. Mm. So you could kind of do that with poker. I bet they've already done that. But then I don't know how you'd have the other guy play F Mega or Oh, that's a baseball at mm. the same time. Yeah, I guess I'd like to see I'd like to see them really take on some challenges, mm-hmm. you know? And I don't remember if Kira has, I think he does have Stray Cat in his stomach in All-Star Battle. I don't remember. But if not, let's get some Stray Cat in there. Oh, and you know what? I'll say this without spoiling it, but for Jojo Leon fans, readers, I will say that I would like the big bad to be in it. I don't know if they'll do that, but I like the big bad's design from part eight. So like to see him. I don't know who that is. That's right. Most listeners probably don't. Mm. Thanks for writing Blu-ray. Thank you for burning yourself onto a Blu-ray disc and uh, sending it via post. Appreciate that here. This next email is from Chad, and the subject line is, What are you eating under there? Aloha JJB Pod Ohana. I hope everyone is feeling better and staying safe. Yeah. Here are some JoJo voice connections for Panty and Stocking with Garter Belt. Gluttonous Angel Stocking is voiced by Maria Ise, who voices Foo Fighters from Part 6. Mm. Uh, the Demon Knee Socks is voiced by Ayumi Fujimura, who voiced Jean-Pierre Polnareff. What? As a kid, as the kid version. The little kid version. Okay, right. When I read this the other day, I did the same thing where I skipped over little kid and I was like, how the fuck did he do that voice? <laughs> 
Meanwhile, Demon Scanty is voiced by Yuka Komatsu, who voiced Sherry Polnareff, who's Jean-Pierre Polnareff's sister. Prosecutor Tom Cruise <laughs> is voiced by the same guy who was Kira from Part 4. Mrs. Wife Petter is voiced by uh, Jolene's unnamed mom in Part 6. Hitomi Nabatame. That's right. You gotta say the names. I skip them. There's too much. No, you gotta say them. Well, I, you, I skipped a few already and you missed them. God damn it. If you check out the rest of the series, keep your ears open for the voice actor for Ghost Dad, Yoshihiro Kira, the voice actor from Young Joseph, Part 2, uh, Captain Tennille from Part 3, who had Dark Blue Moon on the boat, and the Joestar family butler, Rosas, who I feel like we've talked about him a bunch. I think that guy gets a lot of work. <laughs> Mahalo, Chad. Thanks, Chad. And he wrote, P.S., you don't have to read the names. Oh, see, Jackie? I didn't... He didn't write that. Oh, I made that up. He yeah. didn't write it. I bet Chad would be like, no, the whole point of me writing in is I want people to know the names. So it's, sometimes it's just too many words and, and no gotta, one needs to hear me like gotta, stutter through Japanese. You got to give them credit. No, people people want to know. You think that someone from the voice acting industry is listening to this? Like, Mark, wouldn't if you were the voice actor, wouldn't you want them to say your name? If I, Yeah, if I were a struggling voice actor <laughs> and needed people to find me, yes. Not if I'm working in a different country where you don't need to speak English and some dorks in America are doing a podcast. Well, what if somebody listening is like, oh, yeah, I really like the voice of Tom Cruise in that show. They can do what what Chad does and they can go to Anime News Network. But we can also just say it and then they know how to and then they can find them on the Internet. All right. Next time, I'll read the names. You got to say all the names. Do you want to read this email from Miles? Oh, we got an email from Miles. Subject line is okay. Hello, I am on vacation with my family, but Mark asked me to look at the Wikipedia for this show and uh, they are watching this week and offer my thoughts on panty and stalking with garter belt. The ghost of vengeful sperm caused a shortage of tissue paper, rendering the men in Dayton City incapable of wiping themselves after ejaculating. That's, all, that's in quotes. I've seen enough. The show rules. Maybe I'll actually listen to the episode. Okay, bye, Miles. P.S. I'm horny. Okay. That was Miles reading the description for uh, episode 3B. I don't remember any vengeful sperm. Because we didn't watch episode 3. We watched uh, 1, 6, and 8. Numbers that if you hold alt and press on your number pad, forms an upside down question mark. Okay. And I remember that because I took Spanish. Yeah, we, we unfortunately missed the uh, episode about jizz ghosts, I guess. I'm glad Miles is excited for it. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's about their their ghost killers. That's what they do. Again, those were emails sent to Jojo's Bizarre Pod at gmail.com. Folks, we also have a Patreon. If you want to support the show and get involved, you can go to patreon.com slash jjbpod and support us, the three of us, normally three of us, for as little as one dollar a month, which if you think about that, it's 33 cents a person. We're begging you. We're desperate. Please give us 33 cents a month. Uh, pledging a dollar gets you access to the Patreon feed, which includes Miles' weekly cultural reference newsletter, the occasional piece of cut content, or other thing that my brain shit out. Uh, and for $3 a month, you get access to that same feed. But we will also say thank you on the podcast like this. 
So thank you to all of our patrons, including Blu-ray. Oh, hey, Blu-ray. Hentai Homie. Brian. Mmm. Nombre no digas. Daniel. Dalton. Madison. Soliloquy. Ken Barron. Kasoon. Lord Zendar. Jumbo. Katie. Bloof. Dylan. Mr. Jackpots. Caden. Austin. Tim. Tyler. Michael. And Camilla. Yay! Hooray! Thank you all so much for supporting us, as you do every week, many of you. But even thank you, anybody on here who maybe is just like, I'm done, I'm going to stop supporting them after this week, after this month. That's fine. You're allowed to. I want to make that clear. If you support us on Patreon, it is not a permanent contract. You can opt out anytime. We'll just love you a little less. We'd have hundreds more I'm kidding. patrons if we told people that every week, that it's not permanent. That's what mm. I, th- I think a lot of people are worried about making a $1 a month lifelong commitment. <laughs> That's what I think. Well, once you make the, you know, you say you sign up for a subscription, it's very easy to forget, like, you know, and not notice a dollar or whatever coming out of your bank account. That's what I'm banking on. <laughs> That's what I want people to do to forget about a dollar. Anyway. Which, like I said, is really like 33 cents a person. Except this week. It's like 50 cents. Wait, why is it 50 cents? Because Miles isn't here. Oh, okay. I am going to do the math and take out Miles. No, I'm not going to do that. That'd be funny to do. <laughs> so go to patreon.com slash jjbpod if you want to make a difference in the New Jersey anime podcasting world. Speaking of New Jersey anime, by the way, I stopped by a New Jersey anime convention. I didn't. Uh, uh, on this, this past Sunday. I wanted to relax. I stopped by PoochieCon, a small, not that small though. Okay. I don't know how small is small. Small it was I at picture a hotel? like a flea market. It was at a hotel. And yeah, it was pretty cool. Um, saw like a, the main hall, the main booths and stuff. I was only there like towards the end of it. Um, it was a lot of like art, local vendors and fashion makers people made pins people made Mm. obviously shirts and hoodies and they sold prints of art and stuff some of the pins are really cool i always think enamel pins are cool but then i'm like what am i going to do with these yeah i don't like i don't have a backpack i'm like bouncing around in you know school hallways i I don't know some people collect pins you could have a pin collection then you got to display them somewhere yeah gotta make sure people see it so you feel like you're you have to be able to admire them yeah you can't just shove them in a drawer yeah you can't do that um, there's also a little hall where some people were selling, uh, video games and stuff. So I picked up a few, I picked up Epic Mickey for the Wii for $5. Now, how about that? I didn't even have to wait if I eBayed it for $3. Then I got to sit around with my thumb up my ass. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they had a little arcade room. I played, uh, some IRL arcade Taiko Drum Master. Nice. Some game I've never heard of. I have to figure out what it is. It was like a 2D shoot 'em up. But like it was like old school Windows themed, like little folders popped out and there were like menu bars, but it was like modern. You you shot the folders? Yeah, or they were pickups or something. It was all in Japanese and like I was not 100% what was going on at every given moment. Hmm. That was cool. I did not play DDR. There were just too many people over there and I didn't want to do that. But yeah, it was cool. Would go again. I saw some JoJo cosplayers. I'd say I, I saw about four JoJo cosplayers. Who were they? The two I remember was Rohan and Kira, both from part four. Nice. Both ladies. 
Nice. Uh, but I did not have the gall as a 35-year-old man to go up to them and be like, do you listen to podcasts? <laughs> and, Let me sell you on this podcast. And then probably hear no. Hey, hey do you want to be on the pod? <laughs> like the only way I would really do that like a if i had like a little flyer or something i could just give to people mm-hmm. like wordlessly or something mm-hmm. just like it'd be weird but it would make more sense otherwise if i was like do you listen to podcasts and they said no i would want to just disappear into smoke <laughs> immediately because i don't know how to get out of that okay bye <laughs> just to be like okay because you know i was gonna say if you do uh, i do a podcast about the anime you're cosplaying for no, I'm not a full-blown adult. <laughs> anyway, see ya. Yeah. Anyway, see ya. You should we sh- you should have like brought a boombox and just blasted our podcast out in front of the anime mm. convention. Yeah, I got to cut together like a greatest hits mixtape. <laughs> um, that's not a bad idea. Yes, it is. Uh, I I did note to Jackie. I told you right when I got home that, like every convention, nerds, young people, whatever it is, they just forget that you have to make space. In a hallway, in a doorway, stop making your Tic Tac videos or whatever the fuck else you're doing. Get out of the fucking way. People just sitting in, sitting on the floor in the hallway, playing their games. That, sit on the floor in the hallway is fine if it's a big open hallway. Yeah. There's nowhere else to sit in these places, whatever. But it is really annoying when you're just like, you just want to like yell and be like, attention, look around and tell me, where am I supposed to walk? <laughs> Have you left me any room or do I have to awkwardly say excuse me to fucking Rock Lee from Naruto? <laughs> I don't know if that's if anyone was actually cosplaying as that character. I didn't know that was a character. I think it is. Now I'm feeling, you know, not confident and I have to Google it. Rock Lee sounds like a Bruce Lee. Yeah, he's from uh, knockoff. He's from um, he's from Naruto. Rock Lee is also a town in New Jersey. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's Rock Lee. Yeah, it's spelled differently, but yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, so yeah, I did a, a weeby thing this week. That was fun. All right, so we are here to talk about Panty and Stocking with Garter Belt, episodes one, six, and eight. Uh, Panty and Stocking with Garter Belt is an anime from, I got it open on time, yeah, 2010. Uh, and like I said, it is by Gainax, but it is pretty much a Studio Trigger anime. Oh. Because it's like the same people that eventually split off to go do Kill la Kill and Promare and other stuff. Um, and it is sort of like, uh, it's like, it's 13 episodes and a special, but most of the 13 episodes seem to be split into halves. So they're very short episodes. It's a very horny show, and it does feel a lot like an American cartoon that might come on late at night. It, Yeah. Well, I mean, like, everything about it, to me, is like the Powerpuff Girls or like a Cartoon Network show. Because, like, the, the aesthetic is kind of Western, I think, and the, like, the, the art and stuff. And the that format of having, like, kind of one episode being, like, consisting of two parts it's like very common for like kids shows in the US. Mm-hmm. But it's like not for kids. It's weird, right? Because like, a, a lot of the episodes feel totally fine for kids and like the perfect attitude for kids. But then there's like lots of jokes about fucking. Yes. And stuff. And so it's like, okay, we can't really say this is for kids. Honestly, yes. it'd be fine for high schoolers, really. But still, I, I wouldn't feel comfortable recommending that. 
Yeah. Outright. Um, also, they have a dog that looks like Invader Zim. Yeah, is it Invader Zim or is it a character? I don't know anything about Invader Zim. Is that who Invader Zim is? Is the green box-headed thing? I think so. I've never seen an episode of Invader Zim either. But I, I think Zim is the the little, he's a little green dog-looking alien. That's not Gur. I know Gur is a thing. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I never was into it. I'm happy that we both have to look this up and we don't know. <laughs> It was like a big. It was popular. When no, we were Zim. Young. Zim is the is the green box headed. Okay, no, so who's no. Gur? Oh my god, is that really Gur? It looks exactly like the fucking no. What? Okay, what are you looking at? Yeah, it's the same. It's the same, right? Yeah, Gur looks exactly that's Gur? like the fucking dog Chuck. in in uh, Chuck. Chuck, I think, is what the dog's name is in in Pantheon stocking. Okay, yeah, looks almost exactly the same. It has a zipper and shit on it too. Um. I, 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 there's like no way, like they definitely were inspired by Cartoon Network shows. They were definitely inspired by like Invader Zim, Powerpuff Girls, and like those, those kinds of shows. So the one thing that they cited, shows that were out I, I think you're 100% right, but the one show that was cited, like and listed on Wikipedia, whatever they're quoting from, was actually drawn together. Really? Do you remember that show? Yeah. It ran for a few years. It was very like edgy, trying uh-huh. to be for adults. Yeah. Jokes about racism and yeah. cartoon animals having sex, I guess, mm-hmm. maybe. It was, I, I think at that point I was kind of like, I'm over this. I don't need to. I watched it a little bit. It was okay. Yeah, yeah the show is, and it, it feels very studio trigger what we know so far, or I guess I should be specific and just say that the director, Hiroyuki Imaishi, who did Gurren Lagann, this, Promare, Kill the Kill. Uh, apparently, though, they did, they did, come up with the some of the main ideas for this show after making Gurren Lagann they went on a retreat together they went to like a mm. hot spring somewhere and they got drunk and they were like what if they were named Panty <laughs> and Stock like they some of the character designs and names they came up with that's cute was just while they went and got fucked up and they were but they were thinking about western cartoons they were taking inspiration from there i think it is well let me say this i didn't love the first episode Mm-hmm. I was not really sold on the show, partially because I don't like all of the shit references. Not a big shit guy. Uh, but episode six and eight, I came around. Okay. I enjoyed the show more. It didn't feel plotty enough for me to want to keep watching. Mm-hmm. If we're gonna, if we're gonna give our opinions on overall up front. It didn't. It didn't. Uh, it wasn't plotty enough for me to like want to keep watching because it feels so much like these like you know shows like these episodes like those kinds of shows where you could watch an episode in any order and it can just come on the tv and like you know it's something to watch and it's fun and it keeps your attention whatever you uh, but and you're saying it's a story. like and you're saying that you you don't like it enough to the point where you might be like well i have to track it all down and watch it all like because cowboy bebop is like that it's mostly not serial but you're like i gotta see all of cowboy bebop I suppose that is true. I don't know. It's a cool idea. And I liked, I enjoyed watching it. But I don't know. I think I would have wanted it to be, maybe if it was funnier, I would watch more of it. I thought the show. I, the I thought show, it, was tra- it was trying to be funny. And I think some of it was funny, but some of it, I didn't find that funny. It's. A, I thought a, a lot of it did make me laugh, but it is one of those shows where it feels like someone is yelling like 80% of the time. 
Mm-hmm. You know, like the char- like a lot of the characters are just yelling, 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 and I'm too old, and I'm like, come on, just just do the quieter jokes. So what is this show about, Mark? This show is about two angels who have been, I guess, kicked out of heaven or oh, rejected. Oh, you think they're actual angels? They are, yeah. Oh, they're actual angels. Like rejected outcast angels. Oh, I thought yeah. when they said angels, I thought it was like Charlie's angels. I thought no. that they were Garter, Garter Belt's angels. No, they have magic powers. Yeah, but... They're ex-angels who were kicked out of the order, I guess. It's not that plotty. Uh, for being too hedonistic, uh, Panty is a blonde girl who's very aggressive and foul-mouthed and loves sex. Yes. So in the intro, you briefly see inside her head, and it's just the word sex like a hundred times <laughs> in her in her skull. Yeah. And uh, Stocking is a kind of gothy-looking brunette who just loves sugar. She has purple hair. Just purple hair. Purple and pink. She just loves sugary desserts and stuff. And she's just a glutton for sugar. And she's a masochist, it seems. Oh, okay, yeah. That definitely comes into play in episode eight. Um, there's a ton of references to other media. But they're angels and they come and they fight they fight ghosts and stuff. Yes. And like weird stuff happens in the town and they investigate and fight it. Right. They're in a town that is in between heaven and heaven and hell. Oh. And the flag for it in episode six or eight, it's like it's like a mishmash of Japan and America's flag. Mm. It's like picture the American flag, but in it, the quadrant where there should be 50 stars, it's got just a circle like mm. it's the Japanese flag. I think the idea there is they're fusing Western influence and anime stuff mm. at the same time. That's cool. Their powers include, I mean, everyone in this show seems to be like invincible, like characters get hit by cars and they're fine Mm -hmm. uh it's because it's a very wacky show but they can use parts of their underwear their clothing as weapons yeah so the panties turn into a gun yep and the stockings turn into a sword yeah katana Uh i think each one turns into a katana okay and yeah they battle they are out to kill ghosts that seem to manifest in different ways and they get little tokens from killing them that's right. Okay. It's like John Wick. It's just like John Wick. Does that happen in John Wick? There's something. With, I hate John Wick. There's something where they get little tokens or something. Okay. I don't know. I'm sorry, John Wick fans. I was thinking more. I don't like John Wick either. I was thinking more. Um, Madoka Magica. Was it that? Yeah. Where you they get, the, get brief they get the little. Yeah, yeah. They get stuff at the end. Yeah. It's true. Um, so I, I don't. I didn't know when to jump into this, but I'll do it now. Okay. What were you going to say? Well, just there's another character who's like in the title, which is Garter Belt, yes. who is like their boss, I guess. I think guess. he's their boss, yeah. Um, I don't really know his deal. If they're angels, then like what is he? Well, like, he's, a, he's, a, he's a reverend. Oh, he's a reverend? They call him that a million times. They don't, but well, like the cop and stuff in the zombie episode, they call him, yeah, they call him Shibsama. Oh, okay. It says reverend in the subtitles and he's wearing reverend's clothes. I didn't really notice. You just don't think a reverend can have an afro, do you? No, I just didn't notice. I didn't notice okay. any of that. Well, they're also in a church when they first meet with him. Is that true? I think so. Okay, that makes sense, I guess, why he's their boss, I guess. Yes. I feel like they should be his boss because they're angels. Yeah, but they're losers. <laughs> they're dummies. Okay. Uh, oh, that was the other thing I didn't like about episode one is not just all like the shit stuff. But they really tried to drive home how much Panty likes having sex. And it was a little too much. I was like, I get it. Mm -hmm. You like fucking. Yeah. That's fine. 
and there, there's a lot of like sex jokes yeah. i actually thought episode one was the funniest episode i thought really the, the six and eight i didn't find as funny oh okay there were there were definitely things in i wrote six and eight i wrote I down somewhere i was like this show's kind of funny and i don't remember why but it, I one thing that that like and we both did it we both had to look down and take notes but there were things that i enjoyed visually that you like tilted your head down to write notes and i was like damn um, it but i wasn't gonna back up for every little gag mm-hmm. um but there's a lot in there the show moves really fast and there's a lot of visual humor in here um i thought the subtitles did a pretty good job of maintaining the little little japanese bits that i could understand um the r word popped up twice in Mm. i think episode eight so that's that's a sort of a 2010 leftover Mm. i don't think you'd see that these days Mm. so that was cool no um here's the thing I, i wanted to bring up before did you notice like did you notice that the underwear and stockings are both blue and white stripes oh uh yeah okay have you seen that design pop up no so for some reason i couldn't find like a real core reason but blue and white striped panties are like a trope really in anime and manga well when it's colored uh and i've even seen it in real japanese porn a few times Mm. so it might be a real life fashion item uh i did research on this by the way striped panties are called shima pan short for shima means stripes pan short for pansu or panties Mm. Uh, the idea is just that like animators don't want to have to draw frilly underwear. They don't want to have to draw real butt cheeks in a thong or something. So simple panties are really easy to draw, but then the stripes let you show curvature more easily. Okay. That's the idea anyway, but no one is totally sure. I usually think I usually see white panties in anime. You do. Yeah. But stripes are the other trope, not Mm. nearly as common as just white panties. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I found while looking up, like, what's the deal with striped panties? I found the history of panties in Japan. <laughs> Japanties. Um, Japanties. So for a long time, uh, you know, women wore kimonos. Yes. They didn't wear panties. They sometimes wore bloomers. Yeah, bloomers. They eventually wore, like, these big-ass pants. At some point, they started wearing panties. Uh, a fun urban legend is in 1932, some kind of factory burned down. And a bunch of women died because they weren't wearing underwear. And rather than have to go stand on the ledge to be rescued and mm. have everyone see up their kimonos, they just burned to death and wow. died. But it's a complete bullshit lie. It's an urban yeah. legend. It's not yeah. true. Yeah. And apparently real kimonos are tight and heavy. You wouldn't be able to see anyone's yeah. vagina. So yeah. it's just sort of a silly urban legend. But eventually, yeah, panties did make it over to Japan. Um, and maybe that's why they're such a fetish item over there is because they're i don't know they're newer than than we have them you know but they're not that i feel like they're not that much newer well it seemed like it was if if they really caught on post world war ii then it's only been since the 40s and this thing seemed to suggest it was a little before i feel world like war in II. the u.s people were wearing bloomers until the 40s or whatever yeah maybe yeah they, they weren't wearing like underwear wasn't probably wasn't sexy until more recently mm-hmm. i don't think it was you might be right um yeah i read something that suggested that that for at a certain point like only sex workers were wearing panties specifically and Mm. that could be it that that like we associated it more with prostitution and stuff or not Mm. we i I wasn't in japan in the 30s (laughs) um that that's the association i'm not sure how true that is both of these things are from blogs that you know they're not citing sources or anything Mm -hmm. um but yeah you know upskirt photos are like a big thing in japan 
to the point mm-hmm. where like all cell phone cameras have to make noise when they take a picture to mm-hmm. discourage people from doing that. You and I got yelled at, uh, where I got yelled at mm-hmm. for just using a GPS on a bus when we yeah. were in Japan. Can't be on your phone on a bus. Even though there were no schoolgirls, no one was standing, no one had a skirt, some old lady just really wanted to enforce the rules mm-hmm. and she made me put my phone away. Mm-hmm. And I had no idea where we were. <laughs> but it's fine. The bus had really good, a really good display in the front. Look, we got there. We, we're back in America. We survived. Mm-hmm. So yeah, panties are a thing. Striped panties are a thing, but I couldn't find any specific deep meaning about the stripes. They don't love Greece. That's not what it means. Like the Greek flag. Okay. Uh, it's just a fun design. If you want people to see the curve of your butt cheeks more easily, get some stripes on there. Anyway, um, one thing that's fun is it's a very like cartoonish design. They really take advantage of it too. I was worried when I first saw it that it would look like a cheap like flash cartoon or something. Yeah, I but think it, it looks good. I, it looks good. Yeah, they, they, they put effort in. They do a lot of different things. But what's fun is... I like when they transform. Yes. And they it's like pretty anime... But it's like so brief. <laughs> yeah, it almost feels like a joke. Yeah. That it's sort of like, we could draw them like this, where it's like the body design is very realistic. Yeah. The faces are pretty anime girls. But we enjoy drawing them like silly cartoon characters. Yeah. Uh, and those animations are very erotic. Yeah, they're like on stripper poles. They're on stripper poles. When, the, when Panty takes off her panties, the shot is from the front, but you can see her ass cheeks when she bends over. That's how mm. short her skirt is. To the point where I was like, I need to be alone. <laughs> and like, it, it's it's a very horny transformation sequence, but it's <laughs> it's weird because the transformation sequence doesn't do anything for them. Like mm-hmm. we see them use their weapons before the transformation. Yeah, sequence. I don't know what it does. I think it's just there to be like time to get down to business. I didn't really notice. Do they even change clothes? Does it change their clothes? I don't think so. <laughs> I think it's just there to have fun and do a good time. Okay. I think that's what it is. Cool. Uh, Jackie, who is sexier? Panty and stocking or scanty and knee socks? The demons. The bad girl, red skin demons that show up later. I don't know. They're both, they're both good. I don't know either, but I think I'm leaning towards the demons. They're good. I like the demons. We, we like, they were red from the beginning. Everybody should have known that they were demons. Yeah, they kept joking about turning red. Yeah. Despite being red. Yeah, so episode one. Episode one, they get like eaten by a toilet. (laughs) (laughs) They get eaten by a toilet. It turns out the toilets are eating people because there's some kind of ghost that is made up of all of the toilet repair people's frustrations. So it all turns into one big pile of shit that then attacks them. But all the girls have to do is their sexy transformation sequence and then they just shoot and slash at the shit monster. There's no complicated fight scene. But then the, the monster blows up and it's like a live action monster blowing up, which is funny. Yes. It's almost like they took a page out of Shaft's book and decided, let's do some real shit. And it seems like whenever they defeat the big monster in these episodes, they have some kind of sculpture in a studio somewhere and they blow it up. Yeah. And it's fun. Yeah. And so in this episode, Panty fucks a plumber and she also fucks a cop. Yep. Um, she does not discriminate. And then and then still episode one, but it's like part two because it has like two little mini episodes in one episode. Um, what happens? Um, 
I think this is a metaphor, you know, this the second part is about like all about like taking your time or something. So Pandy's like fucking this guy in a hotel and he she's like she's like disappointed because he comes too fast. Um mm-hmm. and she's not satisfied and she tells him, you know, you need technique. Like you go real fast, but it's not about that. You need good technique. Um meanwhile and then and then this is all about like a fucking car that or I don't know, a ghost that possesses a car and then it possesses a train and everything's good. It's got to go fast. It's about speed. It's about speed. Speed. Yes, this is episode 1B now. The episode 1's about the poop, the poop ghost. Episode 2 is about a speed ghost. Yes. And this fight is a little bit more developed. But it it is yeah. quickly a thing where you're like, what are physics? And what <laughs> what are we I feel like this shouldn't be happening. How is this? You know, you just kind of throw that all away, though. You go, okay, this show is not taking itself seriously. Um, then we see episode six. And epi- wait, okay. One thing I noticed in episode one is that he says in Japanese, Garter Belt says a few characters say the word bitch, like yeah. bitchy in Japanese. I want to point out that that doesn't have the same meaning. Yeah, I think it means like slut. It does. Yeah. Bitch, to say bitchy or bitch means more like slut. It's not a positive thing or anything. Mm-hmm. Neither is the word slut. But yeah, sometimes when he's like, come on, you bitch angel and blah, blah, blah. It feels like, oh, he's being mean, but really he's calling her a slut, which she would be <laughs> he's, fine he's with, calling her I a think. Little hoe. Yeah, I don't know. It's not nearly as mean as it sounds to yeah. my ears if it was just. Yeah. If he just kept calling her a bitch, bitch. Yeah. Um, Either way, it's still not good, I think. Um, any Anything else about this episode before we move on to episode six? Uh, there was some weird sign at the train station that looked like it said like penis clitoris or something at it. It was just, mm. it was a lot. But anyway, that's it. Okay. Episode six um, is when we're introduced to the demon sisters. Yes. Who there. are named Scanty and Knee Socks. Oh, so, similar to Panty and Stocking. I forgot to mention, we forgot to mention that the car that they use, which is like a pink Jeep. That, oh, that, that's their that car, Panty yeah. And, Panty and, and stockings. stockings car. It's called see-through. Okay. Which I guess is a reference to see-through clothing, mm-hmm. see-through panties maybe. Mm. The little Invader Zim or Gurr character is Chuck. named Chuck, which I don't think means anything horny. But the, okay. the geek boy that shows up in later episodes, his name is Brief. Oh, that's cute. Like Briefs. Yeah. And uh, I forget the name of Scanty and Nisok's car, but they also have like a horny car and their their boss is also something. Their uh, boss is the mayor. The mayor's the bad guy. But his name is probably, I don't know, Tits. What is it? I don't know. Something underwear related. There was. I feel like there's another show that I've seen where the mayor is the bad guy and I just don't remember. It's not the Powerpuff Girls. The Powerpuff Girls, the mayor is just incompetent, but he's not a bad guy. Not probably a lot of shows. There's a sh- There's some show where they're like the mayor and it's like scary. Oh. But I don't know what that is. I don't know what show it is. All right. They're like, the mayor. Oh, no, the mayor. Episode. So I think this was a good pick that our, our Patreon did here of doing episodes one, six, and eight. I think it was a good smattering. But I did also <laughs> say with part six, episode six, why are they in school? They suddenly were schoolgirls, and that was not <laughs> the plot from the beginning. Yeah. I assumed they were adults. Yeah. But then, Yeah, I guess they're in high school. Who knows? Maybe. He made them pose as, as them. I don't know. Uh, I also wrote that by this point, I said, this show is what if the horniest Japanese guys watched Invader Zim? 
is like kind of what panty and stocking feels like. Although I will say, I apologize to John Wick fans. I will now apologize to Invader Zim fans because I know people now, I believe, who used to like Invader Zim and they're cool. We're okay. all cool. When I was a kid, when I was a teenager or whatever, if if someone, if I found out like someone liked Invader Zim, they were like the most annoying person on the planet. I don't mean like because I found that out. I mean, somehow I was like, okay, these always go hand in hand. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, someone's annoying and then you find out that they like Invader, Invader Zim. And, and you're like, just of like, course. oh, okay. <laughs> this all checks out. So I yeah. don't, I think this is from my brief understanding of Invader Zim. I think this is a much better show and I would watch this. This? Well, yeah, because it's also yeah. more Powerpuff Girls. It's like girls fighting like weird, cool monsters and stuff. Yeah, but it's also just not as much like weird little guy screaming. Yeah. Yeah. There, that, that there's little, some of that. That little dog is like, I feel like not hardly in this at all. Yeah, which is good because that's, yeah, they just, they beat him up a lot. Hmm. Maybe there's episodes that are like fully dedicated to the dog, but <laughs> but we, so far, didn't, we didn't get to yeah. see them. So what's the plot of episode six here? What What is, what's the deal? Um, so they go to the school and every and everybody's like in uniform and the food is bland and they're like, this is dumb. And it turns out that the demon sisters or Damon sisters, they're the daughters of the mayor. They basically fucking run the school because like suddenly because their dad is powerful and stuff. And, the and they, they run school, it like school admin can't do anything about it. And they, they run it like a prison. Or like Nazis running a school or something, yeah. Yeah. Because um, they're all wearing tan uniforms and stuff. Yeah, but like then you see that they have like red skin and I'm like, well, uh, they've got to be like possessed or something, right? Like they've got to be evil. Um, and I don't, oh, I, the last straw for Panty and Stocking are when, um, so the, the, the demon sisters, their names are um, Scan- Scanty and... Knee socks, knee. Yep, knee socks. Knee socks. Which scanty apparently also means panties. I did not know that. Oh, does it? Yeah, it's. I think of like scantily clad. I think maybe that's where it comes from, but I looked it up, and there's a few dictionaries that say, yeah, in North America, scanty or scanties means your underwear. Huh. I saw some dictionary refer to it as very brief underwear. Which is that why they're called briefs? Because they're small and they only cover a brief <laughs> part of you. I don't think of the body as having a time component. <laughs> They're not very uh, verbose. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Good. Yeah, so the, the demon girls, Scanty and Nisox, so, are so running the, the school with iron fists. So the last straw for Panty and Stocking are when Scanty and Nisox are like talking in the cafeteria and they're like talking shit about Panty and Stocking. And they're like, all right, fuck you, we're going to fight. Um, so Panty and Stocking are like, we're, they get mad and they're like, we're going to fight you. And yeah, Scanty and Nisox are, are, are sort of like, well, how are we going to fight? What's the format? What are we trying to prove? And they at first are at a loss. They don't know what to do. It, they end up, I don't know what happens, but they end up getting like banished to like the basement. Remember this? They go yes. like down a hole. They get banished into the basement where it's the like lower class, a scary, like, Yeah place where nobody all the like reject students any students who acted out i guess are like banished down there i don't remember which school this was i don't remember if this was the school that i was in with you mark or if this was before you okay i thought you meant what we just described but go ahead well yeah do you does the word basement kid mean anything to you yeah 
Oh, it does. Okay, so we had them in, in our school. Yeah, it wasn't really like a basement basement, but down like, honestly, like a half staircase, like six or seven stairs is where a bunch of the remedial classes were. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, it's kind of offensive way to be like, oh, this guy, he's stupid. He's got a learning disability. He's, he's a basement a, he's kid. He's a basement kid. Yeah. I think that's also where the prayer room was. Oh, we had, they had, they had a prayer room? They had a prayer room. Oh. And, and I only found it out pretty late in my high school career there, but where the good bathrooms were that makes sense only two occupants the staff would use it so you know they weren't pissing all over the place <laughs> good bathrooms that's nice okay well anyway they were down with the basement kids um mm-hmm. and then they they run into a demon that they saw in the beginning of the episode a ghost rather yeah that they saw in the beginning and he's like don't kill me i'll show you there i'll show you the secret to this school and they go even further down through a toilet and they find like a factory where they're manufacturing ghosts or something. It's something from a previous episode that we missed, I think. Oh, okay. It's like cl- they're making a clone army. They're making imitation somethings. And that's where we finally realize that Scanty and Knee Socks are demons. Yeah. And so Panty and Stocking are like... They're actual real demons from hell. Yes. So... And then they both transform. The demons transform. They, and-, and they have the very pretty aesthetic erotic mm-hmm. transformation where they're taking off underwear mm-hmm. they're taking off their scannies mm-hmm. and their knee socks which yep. let's be honest like panties coming off is way more erotic well the knee socks are sexy in japan and, and scanty scan, the, the scan, stockings stockings scandalous are sec- Sorry. St- stockings are sexy in Japan. Stockings, I I can I see more as sexy than knee socks. If you were like, I'm taking, even though they're knee socks, yeah, that's cute. They're still socks. <laughs> if someone's taking off their socks, Just high socks, they're high not, socks. That's not nearly. What are as what interesting. are stockings in this country? They're they're the they're they're the thigh high socks. They're, they're thigh highs because I think I I don't remember what 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 uh, stockings design is really like. But to me, they probably are thigh highs because the joke is that stocking with garter belt, I think you'd only wear a garter belt with thigh high stockings. Mm. I, do you think garter belts, was that ever a practical invention or was it just to look sexy? I understand, I think I understand how they work where it's basically like suspenders for your stockings, I guess so your stockings Mm. don't fall down your leg. Mm-hmm. and rather than just have the stockings come up into like a pants formation it's like the wearer would have panties on and then the garter belts clip from the stockings not to the panties but to a thing above that that goes around your waist mm-hmm. and it almost feels like why not make that all one thing i don't know but ultimately it just looks sexy is what Mm. I think the point of it is. I didn't know what a garter belt. What's the thing? What's the thing that you wear around? That's just like a that you throw it when you're the bride at a wedding. Oh, that thingy. What's that? No, the bride throws the bouquet. Right. A groom throws the thing. That, yeah, the groom, the groom, or whoever. I don't know. They they take it off the bride if you're if you're in that kind of wedding. I don't. I, don't, I, I, I mean, I can. Google I don't like that. Garter. It's embarrassing. But. <laughs> Some weddings they'll do that where the groom will take off the whatever that thing is called. And I think then it's just it. called a garter. Okay, so there's a garter and then there's a garter belt. Right. Okay. Yeah, the garter belt is like a suspender for your stockings. I wanted like I, I, I thought originally you meant garter and I was like, what does the garter do? 
I don't know. I think I don't it, think that has a purpose. Maybe it 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 chokes the stocking onto your leg so it can't fall down. I don't know. Yeah. By the way, this show came out in fall of 2010, and the only show I've really kind of heard of is Oreimo, something like something about my sister, is what the title translates to. What do you mean the only thing you've heard of? Like the I'm looking at a list of like the other. Because I've, I've heard of this before. I've heard of. Penny oh and yeah, I'm sorry. I've heard of Penny and Stocking as well. Okay. But besides that, it's that. And then it's the world God only knows, Bakuman. I think we've heard of Bakuman. Yosuka no Sora. Like, I do not know these fucking shows. I was really tuned out of anime at this point. Mm. Yeah, I'm scrolling and I, I was don't, getting I don't my know college what this degree. Yeah. I was graduating. Oh, doing no. An internship. I, I'm wrong. I remember Tante Opera Milky Holmes. Just kidding. I don't. No. Oh, Iron Man. What the fuck? They had an Iron Man anime? <laughs> it's probably not at all related to Marvel's Iron Man. Looks cool. Okay. Um, anyway, so yeah, they find out that Scanty and Knee Socks are demons. And this episode doesn't have like a two-parter. It doesn't right, have like full... two, it doesn't have too many episodes. So it's, it feels like a real show here. <laughs> yeah, and it is somewhat plotty, you know, finding out obviously that they're demons. There's also, the nerd is in this episode. The, the nerdy guy, you said his name was Brief. Yeah, they just call him Geek Boy. Yeah. There's a lot of English in this show, too. Like, they say, I think they call him Geek Boy. They say, oh, fuck, what the fuck? Yeah. Motherfucker. They say a lot of things, and there's a lot of on-screen effects and foley that are written in English as well. I wrote down here, does she fuck this nerd? And we find out in the end that she does not fuck this nerd. She not, offers it. At and least then, not that episode. Yeah, and then he kind of chickens out. He hesitates, and she's like, never he's mind. He's like, but, well, I get it. Like... <laughs> He's, he's probably like never even like touched a woman so he's like oh no what do i do he's like isn't there an order for things aren't we supposed to kiss first and she's like never mind yeah <laughs> if he's a recurring character then maybe she fucks him later maybe maybe in the maybe that's the finale i don't yeah know. it's like you give give us something to like you know hope for like you want him to get some at the end yeah um so I don't know, they fight a bunch and they fight through the toilets and there's, I don't know, there's all kinds of fighting. They shoot the stone that was in the middle of the room and it goes up in flames and there's something where like there's like everything a stone, goes up in flames. There's a stone powering their little factory. Geek Boy takes it and eventually he throws it and Panty shoots it, which like blows up the entire school it doesn't like, it just catches fire the whole school everything just goes up in flames yeah the toilets shoot fire out of them which yeah. bothers the students that were sitting on them mm. and the demons they don't die or anything but everything's just fucked and the demons are like we'll call it a draw and we'll see you later and they leave them and that's kind of how it ends the name of scanty and Nisak's big black suv limo is g-string Oh. Because of course it is. That's a good one. I'm surprised they don't call it a teaback because I think in Japan they call a G-string a teaback. I could be wrong. I don't know. Because if you think about it, a, a G-string kind of looks like a T. Mm-hmm. Actually better. Yeah, I think it's more, it's better. It's a better description. I can see the G as well, but you got to really think 3D and I'm not good <laughs> at that. Okay. So then episode eight. Um, and this, this is a two-parter. This is a two-parter. So they they go to this town. Uh, Rome, it's like Romer, Romero and Carpentown, which is a reference to George Romero, who did Dawn of the Dead and all the of the Deads. And Carpenter didn't explicitly do a zombie movie, 
But he did They Live, which is zombie-ish. He did Assault he on did Precinct Zero or Precinct 13, rather. He did uh, The Thing. Stuff that, you know, there's some zombie-ishness. So this is a zombie episode. There's zombies. It's also, by the way, this episode is called Of the Dead. Yeah. So there's there's some zombies. The girls, uh, I don't know, they became the sheriff or something? What did they say they became? Somehow, <laughs> somehow Garter Belt. Garter Belt. I don't know how he did it, but somehow he made them honorary police chiefs for the day or something. Police chiefs. Yeah. Yeah. And it happens to be the day that the zombies attack. And I don't know. They come in and bite people and it's a huge mess. Like the zombies like kill everyone. Right. It feels very much like the original Dawn of the... No. Night of the Living Dead Mm. where they're just like boarding up all the windows and stuff. But the townspeople they're with don't trust them implicitly. And they're sort of like, why should we trust you? How do we know that you're not part of the problem? You know, it's a little bit of the zombie type of movie happening. The usual plot points, rather. Yeah. Eventually, there's like misunderstandings and fuck ups and uh, the zombies do manage to get in a little bit. They end up eating everybody. They bite pretty much everybody. Uh, garter belt, panty and, and stocking go to a sex shop that's like across the street from the police station they were at. And they end up like uh, getting armed in there. And there's a lot of From Dusk Till Dawn references mm-hmm. in this. I don't know if you saw that because you only saw From Dusk Till Dawn for the first time a few months ago. Yeah. So don't spoil it for the listeners that haven't seen it yet. Okay. Well, there's weapons in From Dusk Till Dawn. I think I can say that. Mm-hmm. That are like the shotgun is exactly the same. But instead of him putting like a wooden stick in the handle of the pump, oh, yeah. it's a dildo in this. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a thing where there's some kind of. Again, and from dusk till dawn, it's like a wooden stake mm-hmm. in this like machine that kind of pumps a wooden stake. But in this case, it's a dildo. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a few things like that. There's also a Bruce Lee reference, I think, when one of the girls like kind of steps on or stabs a, a zombie that's on the ground, and she lets out that loud like Bruce Lee style howl. Mm. You know that I can't really do. Yeah. Um, I think it's a Bruce Lee reference in there. That's cool. Yeah, there's a bunch of Western media references. I don't know if it was a Western comic at this point, but one of them is wearing their uh, their police like hat says R.I.P.D., mm. which was a comic at some point, became a terrible movie, but it could oh. just be a pun on rip. Yeah, rest in peace and police department. Rest in police department. <laughs> also, at some point, they make a reference to the publisher's cursing house. Okay. I enjoyed that. That's a reference to the publisher's clearinghouse, mm-hmm. which was like a sweepstakes thing in America where mm-hmm. you'd get a big, comically oversized check. Uh, so yeah, they escape, then they, they're able to for, to get weapons. We find out that the demon girls are behind this too. Right. They're, is it, what do they do? Do they have a machine? I don't know. They turn people into zombies or I think or they something. have poison or something that they're, they're spreading. Eventually, the girls do become zombies themselves. And they're like worried about what to do, and then one of them's like, "We'll turn back by morning." One of the guy, some like guy, random guy who's there with them, like offers to be a decoy, and he gets bitten by the zombies right away, and it doesn't really help. Well, he was already bitten, and then was like, "I'll be a decoy, but you have to promise to turn my life story into a book." Okay, and then he goes out there, and yeah, he just turns into a zombie immediately. And ultimately, they they think like, "We'll just turn back by morning," but then morning comes, they're still zombies. And the episode just ends. Yeah. They're just like, this sucks. And that's it. And then we go to the next mini episode, 
which is like their contestants in like a game show it looks like they're or on, no they're on or, trial oh yeah they're on trial right it's like, like looks like a game show but they're defendants in a trial tom cruise was the prosecutor okay yes tom cruise is the prosecutor but it is specifically the tom cruise from magnolia and it's cruise uh c-r-o-o-s-e right just to avoid any kind of slander or whatever the fuck issue there wouldn't really be it's obviously parody but he has the long hair that's slicked back he's wearing the vest in magnolia it's a very funny role for tom cruise because he's like a pickup artist scumbag kind of guy okay when he first appears on stage he says respect the cock he -hmm. says it a bunch in that movie Mm -hmm. so it's it's a little strange that here he's more just playing the part of like a prosecutor Mm -hmm. that's trying to say basically the premise for this was that there are some of these ghosts that we saw in like the first episode that are actually nice to people and they live and they're part of the community. And the one and what, but one of them named miss, miss, Mr. Husband Peters, husband, petter, petter, two T's. So he is pet or pets. Okay. Which also sounds like that's your like fat life name. Like you pet husbands. Mm-hmm. I'm a husband petter. Um, well, he was murdered by somebody. And did he look like Stimpy? Yes, he looked like Stimpy. And the I'm glad you noticed that too, Mark. He looked like Stimpy and his wife looked like Ren. I didn't, did you notice I that? I didn't pick up on her looking like Ren. No, I definitely she thought. Looked, no, so, so this is what happened. See, you probably picked up on Stimpy first. It wasn't until later when they showed the wife, I was like, oh my God, she's Ren. And then they show the husband and I'm like, oh, he's Stimpy. Like it was yeah. like, so I caught, uh, the, to me, the oh. Ren... Ren was way more obvious to me. Oh, I, I completely disagree. No, because he looked like the round fat cat, but his mm-hmm. like cat mouth face thing looked like a mustache. And to me, yeah. that's exactly what Stimpy is. He doesn't have the colors because he's this design of black and red. But yeah, anyway, he's murdered in the backstory for this episode and they are blaming Panty and Stocking for the murder. All right. And it's time for them to choose a lawyer. And there's lawyers behind door number one, two, and three. Yeah, because this is not just a trial. It is also a game show. It's like a game show. Yeah. This feels very much like, this is a very much like America parody (laughs) episode. Yeah. For a few reasons. But yeah, what are the doors? So door number one, you can get the cheapest lawyer. Door number two, you can get the oldest lawyer. Or door number three, you can get the lawyer with the highest IQ. So they're like, what, is this a joke? Yeah, highest IQ, obviously, right? Like, that sounds, you know, oldest lawyer could be just, like, dead. Cheapest lawyer could be no good. Um, so, yeah, highest IQ. You probably can figure something out, you know? Although IQ doesn't really mean anything. That's right. It's stupid. It's bullshit. But anyway, it the the lawyer with the highest IQ who they choose is a monkey, yeah, I didn't quite it's, it's get the a, joke it's there. It's supposed to be a monkey with a high IQ. But they said his IQ is like 60 something. Yeah, but it's like it's like the highest for a monkey, I think, is the... Is the twist on it? Okay. Yeah. They didn't say highest IQ for a lawyer or whatever. Yeah, and he, he's a monkey, but he has like a helmet that translates his thoughts into human yeah. speech. I, that's a reference to something. It might be a real life experiment, actually, now that I think about it. Mm. There was a, something made it familiar to me. It's in Futurama. Okay. Okay. Um, and so, yeah, their lawyer is a monkey and all he does is say banana <laughs> and try to eat bananas. Yeah. At one point, he tries... He's not to, very helpful at all. He's not helpful. It's this It's this weird game show sort of thing. All the um, all the aides, like the women that are helping, are where they have like big round tits 
and they have like American flag style bikinis. <laughs> when it's time for the verdict to come in. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, I so, don't even remember if there's plot in between. Well, there's, you know, he, they try to make the case that it's that they killed the that they killed Mr. Husband. Oh, and, actually, yes, yes. And so the case is like basically like there's no evidence. It's it's like complete bullshit. It's like, well, you know, how many ghosts have you killed? Do you remember every single ghost that you've killed? Like maybe you shot him and you don't remember. And it's like there's no evidence. It's just like, well, maybe. He does this trick that's really funny where he gets close to her and he says uh he he wants the audience to believe that he says like, "What do you do when you see a ghost?" And she answers like, "Oh, I kill them probably." But what he actually did when he asked her was he said, what do you do when you see an aggressive ghost? He like whispers to her like a violent, dangerous. Mm-hmm. And so then that would make more way more sense for her to be like, well, I killed him. Yeah. But the audience now who has fallen in love with husband and wife Petter think mm-hmm. like, how could you just kill a ghost for no reason? Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, they look bad. Uh, what happens next? Is this verdict time now? Then they vote to execute. <laughs> Everybody has to vote. Right. They say like, okay, everyone at home, you've got a little device with two buttons. Vote guilty or not guilty. And then depending on how guilty they are, they'll get more electric volts, which yes. assumes that they're going to get electrocuted no matter what. But they make the ha- the point of showing all the audience members, every single person they show votes guilty, which also yeah. feels like a commentary on like, Maybe, and maybe, by the way, this could just be a dumb show, but it feels like a commentary on making a spectacle out of trials, which mm-hmm. we definitely did with O.J. Simpson in the 90s when we had like 24-hour news coverage of this stupid trial. And Americans just want, we want violence, we I, want I'm drama. sure there's a more recent example than that. That was, the, that was the beginning of it, though. Yeah, that's true. That was the big, that was the trial of last century. Now, I mean, there's a lot of them, really. I mean, really recently is the stupid defamation lawsuit of Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. Oh, yeah. Not nearly as life or death, or at all. Mm-hmm. But uh, you also have Jody Arias. You've got the Petersons. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got a lot more stuff where docu-series become part of the trial, like Making a Murderer and yeah. The Jinx. And... um. Is it a Serial, that podcast that 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 mm-hmm. covered a murder and stuff? Yeah. So this feels a little bit like, I'm not saying this is like a super cerebral show and ooh, what a deep cutting commentary, but it feels like a reference to at least what I know of how Americans maybe process criminal justice. Yeah. So they all vote um, like, fuck it, kill him. Yeah, but then the monkey lawyer's hat comes off and he's like, actually like super smart no, and no, a good no, no, lawyer. No? no, no. no? You're, you're, you missed a, so they get electrocuted Okay. Panty and stocking, and they get like hit with maximum electricity. At some point, the electricity hits the monkey. Oh. And there's this actually really cool but brief animation of his like brain, like being like powered up. Like you see all these lights light up the wrinkles in his brain. Mm -hmm. And then he's super smart and he's drawn in a very detailed, artistic way. Yeah. He's like a different person. Yeah. A different monkey. He's never a person. He's a different monkey. And he's a great lawyer now, all of a sudden. And he's like, He's like, listen, if they like what happens when you shoot a fucking ghost? Oh, it explodes. Well, did did his body explode? No. So it probably wasn't that it doesn't happen what normally happens. And um, then the he body ma- matched. There were some bite marks that matched the wife. Yes. Um, And then everyone votes to execute the wife. And she looks like uh, Ren from Ren and Snippy. And then she does get electrocuted, but she seems to survive as well. But then I think the episode just ends. Uh, the demon girls reveal themselves as somehow being involved. I don't know. Right. How. Tom Cruise 
Tom Cruise and the ju- no Tom Cruise and the game show host are secretly the demon girls. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then at some point the, that was kind of fun. That was this is a fun episode. It's fun. And then the like judge at some point is so at a loss as for what to do that he begs the girls like I'll you know like I'll let you out of the electrical chair. Which by the way they're not in electrical chairs. They're in Iron Maidens. <laughs> but, but he's like, I'll let you out of there if you. He's like, you can do the whole transformation thing as long as you kill these uh, these people. And they're like, you know, or is it this episode where they're like, this is gonna be this is gonna be broadcast? Can we really show this? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, because this is the this is a TV show. And the fun transformation music plays. Yeah. Where it goes, fly away now. I like the music. The music is very good. It's not just that. There's a there's a track that has drum and bass in it, like old school 2000s or 90s drum and bass. I love that type of shit. The music is largely produced by M-Flow or people from M-Flow, which is a really influential hip-hop group in Japan. Maybe the most influential hip-hop group. I think they have a song in DDR or Beatmania. Yeah, the, the soundtrack to the show is really, really good. But I don't remember if they end up killing the demon girls or if they even shoot them, but... Whatever. The point is, Panty and Stocking win the day. They survive, and, and then, presumably there are five more episodes. Oh, yeah, because we watched eight, and there's 13 total? 13, and then there's a special. One of them apparently includes references to Flash animation, like they're attacked by Flash animation or something. I don't know. But, yeah, and they recently, like last month, after 12 years, have announced season two. Wow. Yeah. Damn. So Studio Trigger. I mean, it's probably the kind of thing where they wanted to for a while, but the right situation yeah. was probably fucked up. Yeah. Because it was Guy Nax working on this. Mm. Uh, and I know there's been some weird rights issues with Guy Nax. Like the company still exists, but like nobody who made Eva or any of the Gurren Lagan, like those people, like nobody works there anymore. They're just like a company that exists. I don't mm-hmm. know. It's weird. Uh, but yeah, they're going to do more, uh, panning and stocking. Uh, so yeah, this show's a good time. It's, you know, it's like I said, it could be a little bit grating if you're kind of like, I'm not in the mood for there to be a bunch of loud stuff, but if you want to see, again, I think this, this team of animators from Gainax and now Trigger do things that no one else does and do things super stylish and a lot of good visual humor. Uh, and you don't mind a lot of horny stuff. They're very experimental. They're very horny. The art is cool. The aesthetics yeah. are cool. One one gag I, I really enjoyed, it's small, is when the demon girls are coming out somewhere, they roll out a red carpet for them, mm. but it zigzags. <laughs> and I just enjoyed that. That like There's like okay. a sidewalk that zigzags, and so when they roll out the carpet, the carpet somehow is able to make turns. Mm. Um, there's lots of little things like that. Uh, so I would recommend this show. Um... Yeah, I can't imagine us sitting there and watching all 13 episodes, but I'm I'm interested to see what the next season will look like. Um you know, I wonder if it'll be exactly the same or if they'll have upgrades. Mhm. And yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I would watch a, an episode from the new season, I guess. But yeah. I wouldn't watch this show because it's I don't know. I like I like a plot, you know. And it's in Japanese, so that's harder. Like a show like this would be like a good show for me to fall asleep to. Because I watch a lot of like shows like this where like The Office or whatever. Not The Office anymore, but like. You watch Bob's Burgers. Bob's Burgers. King of the Hill. But Just because like every episode loud, is like different. 
Yeah. The show gets loud and it's dynamic. I don't know if, if it was good to sleep If too. it wasn't in Japanese, I'm, it might be a candidate for falling asleep too. Just because like you don't have to worry about the plot. It's just like a funny episode, you know? Mm, and so like I, I watch it and then if I fall asleep in the middle, it's okay. And then I just like, you know, we'll rewatch the series a billion times while I'm sleeping and eventually I'll just know everything that happens in the show. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you could do that with Japanese. You wouldn't know 100% what everyone's saying, but no, you, you'd I, be like, I know what's happening. No, I wouldn't. Well, if you watch it awake the first time, maybe. I would have to be awake, but yeah. then that defeats the purpose because I need it needs to be something that I feel comfortable falling asleep to. And if I'm watching it and reading subtitles and shit, I'm not going to want to fall asleep. All right. Well, it's I'm a gonna, whole system. I'm going to fall asleep to Invader Zim and have the most annoying <laughs> dreams. That's my plan. Okay. You do that. Sorry to everyone, uh, period. Sorry, okay. to, sorry to everyone. Sorry, everyone. Why are we sorry? Uh, I don't know. I just shit on a bunch of fandoms. It's whatever. Mm. Damn. No, I don't know. A lot of our listeners are young. They were they were like not even born when Invader Zim came out. We either, so they yeah. Don't, they don't they don't they don't take it personally. <laughs> our listeners are either old and are like over Invader Zim if they like yeah. if they used to like it, or they're young people who would like Invader Zim, but it's not a thing anymore. Yeah. <laughs> in part because like isn't the creator of Invader Zim uh I think he got in some hot water for being a real creepo. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, real Real but, nasty like, guy. At this, like who has it? Like I feel like everybody is like a fucking creep now. It is the sort of everybody. thing where you're like, have we tipped the scales yet? And it turns out more than fifty percent of people who have made a thing are disgusting, <laughs> bad people. It's just like have they we get, hit that mark? They get some power, people respect them or whatever, and they can do whatever the fuck they want and then they like it's are just creepy people to everyone. They might as well be demons. I'd rather have these demon girls <laughs> in charge of things. Yeah. They at least look good. And on that note, sad note. On that note. Let's uh, go to sleep. Let's go to sleep. <laughs> Next week's episode will be about TBD, which means... To be determined. To be determined. Not like tank bomb destroyer. It's not some mecha anime called TBD. Television. <laughs> Television dozed. <laughs> Uh, so follow us on Twitter to uh, see what we're going to watch next. We are at JJB pod there. Uh, if you want to go and tell us uh, all the references we missed in this show or why Invader Zim is actually really good or whatever, there's a discord that a fan started for us. The link to that discord will be in this episode's description. So if you can figure out how to view the description on your podcast app, there you go. Other than that, uh, stay safe. Don't take your panties off for anybody unless you really like them or if you like them a little bit you can do all you you can do whatever you want with your panties they're your panties i guess so not anywhere near a school yeah be yeah respect, anyway respect others <laughs> yeah respect others respect so get, that's get everyone's meant, consent that's what i meant to say okay the simple version respect others and have a good week goodbye bye bye